Welcome to the Whiskers and Wings podcast, where we tell imaginative tales for kids and the kid at heart. I'm Teresa, and I'm so glad you could join us today. Every week, we'll post a story or two we hope will make your imagination take flight. And this week's story is about finding ways to have fun, even when things don't go as you expect. It's an original story written by me, Teresa, and features a busy family, an unusual night, and a whole lot of fun. So without further ado, here is our story, The Night the Power Went Out. The Wilson family was a busy one. Teenager Josh was on the basketball team at school, which meant practices and games and lots of homework. Lexi was 10 and loved playing her violin. She rehearsed her songs for at least an hour every day. And when she wasn't playing her violin, she loved reading. The youngest of the Wilson kids was Jackson, whose favorite way to spend his time outside of school was playing his favorite video games or watching funny videos online. One night, as the Wilsons finished up their dinner, Josh headed toward the stairs. What time are they picking you up? His mom asked, putting plates into the dishwasher. In about ten minutes, Josh said. I'm gonna go grab my stuff. And he dashed up the stairs to his room. Lexi brought her plate and cup and silverware over to the dishwasher. Do you have any homework? Her mother asked her. Nope. Lexi said, I'm going to go practice for a bit. She headed toward the stairs as well. Jackson was already tapping the screen of his tablet to watch a new video at the kitchen table as he finished his spaghetti. Suddenly, all the lights went out and everything got very dark. The only light in the house seemed to come from Jackson's tablet, which lit his face with a bluish light. What happened? Lexi cried out, standing frozen in the doorway. She was afraid to move for fear of running into something. I think the power went out, her mom answered. She pulled her phone out of her pocket and turned on its flashlight. She accidentally flashed it in Lexi's face, and the girl covered her eyes to block the light. Mom! Sorry, honey, her mom said, moving the light away. There was a sort of stumbling, thundering sound from above them, and then they heard Josh's voice ask from the hallway upstairs, Did the electricity go out? I think so, their mom said. She moved to the large window in the dining room and looked at the neighbors' houses. Looks like it went out all through the neighborhood. The sound of Josh's feet came down the stairs, and he appeared a moment later, his own phone's flashlight helping to light the room. What do we do? he asked. Do you think Daddy knows? Lexi asked. Their mom was already typing on her phone. I'm texting him now. Do firemen get to go home when the power goes out? Jackson asked hopefully. No, honey, their mom replied. Daddy has to stay at work especially when things like this happen, in case people need the firefighter's help. Jackson's hopeful smile vanished, and he turned gloomily back to his video screen. What should we do? Josh asked his mom again. Their mom opened a drawer in the kitchen counter and pulled out a box of matches. Let's gather all the candles we can find and put them in the living room for now. Josh gave his mom a nod and headed out of the room. Got it. What should I do? Lexi asked. 
Her mom turned back to the dishwasher and, pushing the tray of dishes inside, shut the door. Well, I don't think we're going to be able to do much cleaning up right now. Why don't you go into the living room and pull out all the blankets from the blanket basket? I think this is a good night for us to be cozy. Lexi turned toward the living room and then turned back to her mom. But it's dark in there. Oh, right, their mom said with a chuckle. From the same drawer where she'd gotten the matches, she pulled out a flashlight and pushing the button to light it, gave it to Lexi. There you go. Jackson got up from the table, his eyes still glued to his screen. He took it over to the counter by the toaster, his hand groping for a pile of cords lying there. "'What are you doing, buddy?' his mom asked. "'My tablet's about to die. I need to—' his eyes flashed to her. "'Wait, if the power's out, does that mean I can't charge my tablet?' "'Sorry, buddy, but yeah, no charging any of our devices until the electricity comes back on.' Jackson gave a loud moan, rolling his head back. "'I want the power to come back on now!' His mom gently took the tablet from him and set it on the counter. In the darkness of the kitchen, she put a hand on his shoulder and leaned down to look into his eyes. Jackson, I know this is frustrating, but there is nothing we can do about the power being out. It will come back on when it comes back on. And in the meantime, we get to decide how we spend our time. We could mope around and grumble and be upset, which doesn't sound very fun to me. Or... We could choose to have fun with this unique situation. Jackson was quiet for a moment, and then he looked at his mom curiously. What do you mean? How could we have fun? His mom straightened, folding her arms across her chest thoughtfully. Well, we could have a special candlelight story time. We could build a fort that's lit by flashlights. We could create shadow puppets on the wall. We could have a lights out dance party. Jackson chimed in. We could have a lights-out dance party, his mom agreed. Her phone suddenly buzzed, and she looked at its lit-up screen. What's Daddy saying? Jackson said. Is he coming home? No, his mom replied. And it sounds like it's not just us that lost power. Most of the town has gone dark. He says the power company is already working on fixing it, and says we are to just stay home and find something fun to do until the lights come back on. Like a lights-out dance party, Jackson said. Yep, his mom said. She went to poke her head into the living room. Hey, Lexi, when you're done with that, can you run upstairs and get your violin and some music? Jackson and I have a great idea. Before long, Jackson, Lexi, and their mom were in the living room. Lexi had brought her violin and music sheets. Jackson was cuddled up under one of the many blankets Lexi had pulled out and their mom was lighting the candles that were already in the room. Josh came in a minute later, his arms full of more candles he'd gathered. It's a good thing you really like candles, he said to his mom. I think we've got enough to light up the neighborhood. There was a knock at the front door, and everyone froze. Then their mom laughed, and she looked to Josh. I bet that's the Bergmans here to pick you up for practice. But Josh shook his head. Coach texted the team. The school's lost power, too, so he's canceling practice tonight. There came another knock at the front door. Their mom started toward it. Then who could this be? Josh followed her to the door, followed by Lexi and Jackson close behind. Their mom opened the door a crack and then smiled wide and opened the door all the way. Come on in, she said. 
an older man in his sixties came inside. His graying hair was full of tiny tight curls, as was his gray beard. He smiled and waved at the children, a flashlight in his hands. I just came by to see if you all were okay, he said. That's very kind of you, Mr. Kingston, the kid's mother said. We're doing okay. How are you and Mrs. Kingston at your place? He nodded with a smile. Oh, we're fine, just fine. Maudie's already got us some candles going, as I see you do as well. And I'm going to put some logs in our fireplace when I get back. You're welcome to come on over if things get chilly over here. Thank you, the kid's mother replied. I think we'll be okay, but we'll certainly let you know if that changes. He nodded once again, and seeing Lexi holding her violin, smiled wide. Are you about to give a candlelight concert, Lexi? I think so, Lexi said with a shy grin. Jackson wants a lights-out dance party. Mr. Kingston laughed. That sounds like a great idea. I better get back to Maudie. She'll think I got lost in the dark if I don't come back soon. But I hope you all have a good evening. After Mr. Kingston left, the kids and their mom gathered in the living room. Josh slumped into a chair, looking unhappy. I'm sorry your practice got cancelled, their mom said. But if it's any consolation, I think we're going to have a pretty fun night here, right? She looked to the other two, who replied enthusiastically, Yes! Let's start the lights out dance party! Jackson shouted and began dancing, despite the fact there wasn't any music at all yet. Lexi set up her music against the arm of the couch and started playing a fun, quick little tune. Jackson did all of his best dance moves, which made his mom and even Josh begin to laugh. Why is no one else dancing? Jackson cried, doing a quick spinning move. Come on, Josh! Josh shook his head. I don't think you could handle my dance moves, bro. Yes, I can! Jackson replied. Their mom moved toward Jackson, doing her own dancing as she did. Come on, Josh, join the dancing fun! Josh watched them for a moment, shaking his head with a chuckle. Then, he suddenly jumped up from the chair and began dancing like crazy around the room. His dancing made Jackson laugh so hard, the boy stopped dancing altogether and fell onto the couch, clutching his stomach as he laughed at the top of his lungs. In falling over, however, he bumped Lexi's music off the couch. Still, Josh danced on. Lexi reset her music and started again. They danced and played their music until everyone was tired and sweaty and laughing. I think it's time for a break from the lights out dance party, their mom said, sitting on the floor in front of the couch. At least, I need a break. You said something about shadow puppets before, Jackson said. What are those? Josh sat straight up in his chair. I can do those. Grandpa showed me. He went to where a large candle stood on a side table near the piano. He put his hands between the candle and the wall, creating a shadow on the wall. He began moving his fingers together, weaving them around one another. And suddenly, there was the shadow of a man's face on the wall. Hello, Josh said in an old gravelly tone. My name is Mr. Featherbottoms. How are you doing that? Jackson said, rushing to his brother's side. Here, I'll show you and Josh began showing Jackson how he made his fingers create the shape of the man's face. Then he began showing Jackson how to make other shapes, like a rabbit, and a turtle, and even a gorilla. As the boys finished their shadow puppet show, Lexi sighed and sat down by her mom. What do we do now? Her mom thought about it a moment and then whispered something into Lexi's ear. Lexi's face lit up with a smile and she dashed out of the room with her flashlight. What is it? Jackson asked. You'll see. 
his mom replied. Lexi returned a minute later, a book in her hands. Gather round, everyone, she said, seeming to be imitating her schoolteacher, Mrs. Thompson. It's candlelight story time. The others sat or lay on the floor in front of her, and she sat in a chair where the light of two candles would help her to see. She showed them the book's cover. It read, Treasure Island, and had a picture of a boy climbing aboard a ship with a pirate flag waving high above the ship's sails. Is this a pirate book? Jackson asked hopefully. Yep, Lexi said. Now just sit and listen. And listen they did. Lexi read them the story of young Jim Hawkins and how he came to have a map to pirate treasure and set sail to find it. Jackson soon curled up in his mother's lap and she pulled a blanket over him. Before young Jim and his friends had set sail, Jackson was fast asleep. But Josh and their mom sat and listened as Lexi continued reading. Young Jim had just met the infamous Long John Silver in the story when suddenly the lights came back on throughout the house. Josh, Lexi, and their mom all looked at one another for a moment. The power was back on. And then Josh got up and turned off the lights one by one until they were sitting in candlelight again. Let's finish this chapter first, he said with a smile to his sister. The End We hope you enjoyed our story, The Night the Power Went Out. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and a new Whiskers and Wings story will appear in your favorite podcast player every Thursday. You can also help others to discover the stories you've enjoyed here by sharing the podcast on social media, inviting friends to give it a try, or writing a review on Apple Podcasts. The Wilson family found a way to still have fun, even though the electricity was out. What are some fun things your family could do if the electricity at your house goes out for a bit? Feel free to draw a picture of you and your family doing something fun together and ask an adult to help you share it with us either through our email, whiskersandwingspodcast at gmail.com, or social media where they can find us on Instagram at whiskersandwingspodcast, on Twitter at whiskerwingpod, or on our website, whiskersandwingspodcast.com. Until next time, keep using your imagination! Whiskers and Wings podcast was created, recorded, and edited by Teresa Sales. Theme music by Ruth Richmond. <laughs>